Hello, colleagues. Hello, friends. Welcome to the unofficial podcast all about Hogswood Cooper Media. If you don't know, Hogswood Cooper is the international conglomerate that owns everything from coal mines to tech startups, news stations to casinos. Now, I don't work for HCM personally. I'm just their number one fan. And with this podcast, I'm on a mission. I want to interview folks who work in every subsidiary of this remarkable company. So join me, won't you? I'm Dean Ardenfeld, and this is The Corporation. My first guest is a member of the Rattlesnake Brigade, an independent volunteer organization that aims to keep non-citizens from flooding into America through our southern border. Despite having no affiliation with the U.S. government or its border patrol, the brigade insists on being in the hot sun every day, armed only with their personal hunting rifles and folding lawn chairs, looking for any signs of trouble they can help out with. In his spare time, my guest collects model train cabooses. Please welcome Hudley Frampton. Hello, Hudley. Hello. Yes. Good to be here, Dan. Wow. It's uh, Dean Nardenfeld. Thank you. I am glad to have you here. Now, the border patrol has repeatedly said that they don't need your help. Yep. But you, you're still out there every darn day getting it done, right? Every day. Every day we're out there. We're, we're, we're slithering, as we call it. Slithering? That's, oh, because yeah. you're a rattlesnake. Not I get the it. Hogwarts shit. I just meant like right. we're slithering, but I dropped the G because I'm cool. Clever, uh, clever. Yeah. We're, you know. Yeah. So, so you're out there, and what are you exactly looking for? Like, what is the, what's the ideal scenario that uh, the Rattlesnake Brigade might be called into action for? Uh, people just trying to get into the good U.S. of A., uh, people that aren't, right. you know, rattlesnakes like us. We believe, so we're in kind of a phase one of the Rattlesnake Brigade. We're looking to eventually wow. make it like a U.S. citizenship sort of thing okay. where, you know, once you're here long enough or if you're born here, it, whether you like it or not, you are part of the brigade, you know. Well, so are you talking about like an anchor situation? How, what do you mean like once you've been here long enough? Well, if you you know if you if you prove yourself if if you pay the dues, okay. Um, really, it just if you want to hang out, um, we're <laughs> we have a lot of people uh-huh. that don't like us. You know, really. Like you said the um, the border patrol asks us to leave, or right. my wife asks us to leave, or mm. um, we're we're a lonely. Okay. I don't know if the other members like me kind of out in this, but we're really just a good group of guys who want to hang out and we're looking for other like-minded, like-minded men who want to who want to chill. Ah, okay, uh, so every day. yeah, sort of like a, a social club, but you've got something to keep your eye on. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. some some guys, you know, you might go out birding or something. I don't mm. know what guys do. I don't have a lot of male friends. So well, we'd love you to come join. It's like birding, but we're looking for non-citizens. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because the Border Patrol has repeatedly stated that they don't need you and that they're, you know, they're not they're not mm-hmm. publicly supporting you. Yeah. But what I found interesting is that they haven't removed you. Um, and so and there's almost uh, some would say sort of a, a tacit sort of complicity in the Border Patrol. It's almost like you have some sort of a gentleman's agreement with them. How, do, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, they've definitely stopped in. You know, I mm. won't I won't lie. They um, they have they've politely asked us to move along, but we just moved down the border and start again. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They, whole, they whole, never specify which way to go, so we just you moved just down. move laterally yeah. across. Uh, the, uh, yeah, yes. I yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And I know a lot of you guys are probably like you know ex-military, and you know maybe have some of the same background as the Border Patrol. Right? No, actually, no. no. This is the first time most of us have ever even held a gun. Wow. Yeah. You got guns for this particular social club that you started. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you have any kind of compunction about the idea that your social club okay. revolves well, I'll around? Stop you there. You're going to need to explain that word, Dan. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, um, I guess what I'm saying is like, it, do you ever think twice about the fact that uh, the social club that you have uh, invented really centers around sort of gun violence and and some would say racism uh, at, at its core, as opposed to something more positive? Okay, well, firstly, guns are cool and badass. That's why we got them. Agreed. And I'm not Thank pushing you. back on you here. I'm just stating some of the, you know, I know you've gotten some pushback for this. Yes. Mm. Pardon my French, but those guys, those are sissies that are saying that to us. Okay. They just don't have a gun. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool to hang out. Yeah. You get a dozen or so bros. You're hanging out by the by the border. You're um, building that wall, if you will. Yeah, and, yeah. And that actually, that interrupts me the wrong way is because I've been saving my receipts and I've been yet to re- be reimbursed for the portions of the wall we have built because when the border patrol asked us to move, we can't just dig up the wall we've already started. So it's wow. lots of very low... I had no idea that your club was actively building a border wall. Someone's like got an unsanctioned it. border wall. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a fair point that a lot of the border wall that we've been promised we haven't quite gotten yet. But he, but I think you know, once we get a a good president back, maybe he'll finish oh, it. Oh yeah, don't get me started on that, Dan. But That's... so you've got you've been building. How high are the wall uh, components that you've been building? Um, not high. Uh, yeah, it's, it's about four or five feet tall. Yeah, before we were asked to move, you know, move along, if you will. Right now, I know it's you may be getting a little influx of cash soon because I know that you know the whole reason you're on here is because you your rattlesnake brigade is actually getting financed by an arm of Hogswood Cooper Media. It's sort of a yes. super pack, and it seems like it's a bit of a dark money situation, but it seems like maybe in the future you might have a little more resources to play with. Oh, yeah, we're super excited. I don't really handle all the paperwork. I don't even have a computer, so it's it's pretty... It's it, I don't really understand. As I, as I heard, nobody on the Rattlesnake Brigade has a computer, which must have made it very hard to do the deal with HCM. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't really understand the logistics of yeah. it or what's really happening there, but I'm excited for better resources. Sure. Uh, from what I understand, we're going to get some weather-treated wood. That'll be nice for the wall. Wow. Um, right now, it's it's pretty nasty and rotten. Um, sure. Hey, this is a multinational global corporation that's potentially oh, going to put some money into what you're doing. Okay. You might want to aim a little higher than like a six-foot plywood wall. Like you could probably get some really cool guns and you know things. Wow. That, yeah, that'd be awesome. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, probably better start with an email, email address. Would be great. Because if you had an email address, maybe they'd know where to send the money to, you know? An email address. Yeah. <laughs> I can show you. I can set you set you up something. Okay, yeah. I would love to figure out what that means. Great. Um, I actually, uh, Rattlesnake Brigade, interesting name. I looked it up. The only thing I could find online for it was that it was uh, uh, the title of a 1971 episode of Bonanza. Is that Was that where the name came from? Um, no. Uh, it's actually, uh, you know, we're out, we're out in the heat a lot. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we saw a snake on our first day. Okay, and that's that's the story. Oh, the end. Yes, yeah, that was the okay, that was great. the story. Wow. And then we, we this is know. what it's like to be out in the desert with you guys, huh? You're just like telling stories like this. Yeah, like it gets ones? real hot, and we get kind of loopy because we're out there for hours, and we never we never pack enough water or sure. or, or, or beer if the wife's not listening. Wow, <laughs> if she is listening, I do miss you, Deborah. Wow. That's great. So what's the sort of like most successful thing you've done as as this brigade in terms of stopping people from coming across the border? Uh, we did see this one guy, um, but it turns out he wasn't trying to get across the border. He was just wondering what we were doing. But, you know, once okay. we explained it, he turned around. So I feel like we stopped him. We've never actually shot anybody. If, that, if you were looking okay. for juicy 
juicy details. Um, right. No. No. And on average, like how how many people do you see trying to cross the border when you're out there for a for a spell? In uh, what do you mean? Like in a week, in a month? Yeah. Ever? Sure. Yeah. I mean, in, like um, in the average week, how many people do you see who? Oh, an average week, none. None. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. This well, that's be- probably because we're there. You know, right. if we weren't there. Right. Good point. Dozens. I don't. Yeah. Who would? Who knows what would happen? And and probably the part of the wall that you're not guarding. That's you know hundreds of yards down the down the border is probably they're pouring over the border right there. Yes, exactly. And that's yeah. why like I said we want to we want to expand the rattlesnake brigade, get more people involved and sure. in an ideal future we're just lining the border, working on the wall. So more of a human wall, really. Until the until the wood wall's done. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, the wood wall. Um, or or whatever you were saying with the fancy wall. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. And it seems like you might have the resources for that uh, pretty soon here. So do you guys get up to any hijinks when you're out there, the group of you, since it does seem to be sort of a men's social club, like you guys playing pranks on each oh, other? Yeah. What are you doing out there? This in the was desert? a good one. Uh, my buddy Cliff, uh, this yeah. one time he fell asleep in his chair hmm. and it was really hot out. So we got a pretty nasty sunburn. Oh, wow. Oh, that's the end of the. The end. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great. So oh, that was pretty funny. It's helpful he, when you yeah. say that. Yeah. Cause it's sort of, sometimes you sort of like stop abruptly and I'm not sure if, if you're, well, it more. was pretty fun. If you had seen him, you would have gotten the, cause, um, the sun on your skin, the sun over time, yeah, you right. get burned. Sure. Yeah. Especially if you're as, as white as you guys are. I've seen the, the picture of how many we, of them? It is predominantly white crew. Yes. Yeah. Very white. And how, how, how many are there is that exactly in your group? Um, you talking in a week, a month, <laughs> overall. I just meant overall, yeah. Uh, Do you? Uh, is there a lot of turnover? Uh, we have some people that you know come for a day, realize not for them. Yeah. Um, they came to 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 shoot. Yeah, people. we had this one guy come by, and he seemed pretty interested in the group. He was asking lots of questions, taking lots of notes, hmm. and then he left. So I'm. We're waiting on him to come back. He's taking a lot of notes, huh? Yeah, he was writing a whole thing about us. Sounds like it might have been a journalist of some kind. Is it possible? Yes, that was his name. Oh, he said the word journalist and you thought that was his name? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's a profession. That's a never mind. Interesting. Has anyone and I presumably somebody from HCM came and uh and offered you some kind of contract so that they could absorb you as part of their super PAC and give you potentially resources. Yes, they did say super PAC and that that was what really sealed the deal for me because that sounds badass as hell. Yeah. 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 Great. And did you sign anything? Um, yeah, they had us. They had us all sign a couple things. Yeah. And if I'm being frank, uh, signing things isn't my mo. So I just kind of wrote it in uh, regular. Um, I don't know the the one where all the letters touch. Cursive. Yes, they preferred uh, that. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't do that too well. Okay. And do you have a signature? A way that you? Yeah, my name is consisted of letters, which I write in an okay. order that spells my name out. Okay. So your your name is just printed out along a bottom line, as though it were. Hey, a, that a, counts. A penmanship. That test. counts. I mean, they had me try several times, but that okay. counts. In the end, we agreed that counts. It took you several times to successfully spell your own name. No, I know how to spell it, but they wanted the what was it? The cursing. The cursive one. Cursive. Yeah. They yeah. wanted me to... Well, they said, stop cursing, do cursive. Uh-huh. I didn't understand what that meant, because yeah. I thought that was like past tense of cursing. Yeah. And it, it was... I'll be honest, it was a long process to get that. It sounds like a bit of an Abbott and Costello routine. Who? <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Who? <laughs> okay. I don't think I ever got an answer to how many men are in this brigade. 
Oh, like a dozen. Like a dozen, yeah. 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 And and they were all are all from the surrounding area and you're all friends. Do you do you do anything not on the border together? Do you anything social together? Well, we like to have at least a couple men at the border at all times. So mm. we rarely are all together. I see. Um Yeah. We did this was actually pretty funny. We did go bowling once. Oh yeah. And what, what what happened? Um you looking for like the store or Oh that that was the end of the story again. You went bowling. Yeah, we went bowling. Great. So that was fun. Yeah, that sounds really fun. We put up a sign that we'd be back the next day, and we asked no one to cross the wall. And oh wow, that worked though, because when we went back, sign's still there. I don't know if that's proof that no one crossed the border. Well, yeah, because if they did, they would have probably taken down the sign to let their friends know that they that they could come too. Sure. Also, I assume the sign was in English. Yeah. Right. I wrote it with my letters. Which we've already established you know how to do. Yes. And um, uh, real quick before we get to our second guest here, uh, train cabooses. You, you, you collect model oh, train cabooses. Oh, yes. Yes, I do love train now, A lot cabooses. of people collect trains. What is it about the cabooses themselves that uh, is so fascinating to you as a collector? Uh, I just think it's funny because sometimes in popular culture, caboose is referred, it means butt. Oh, okay. And so it's kind of like I got a, a closet full of train butts. Is that well, what you I said? had a closet full of train butts. And you don't have them anymore? No. Um, well, I, technically, they're my property, but since moving out, I, I would suppose my wife technically owns them at the moment. Um, so you moved out. When you say, I miss you, Deborah, I thought that just meant because you're on the border so much, advocating for our freedoms. But you're saying that your train butts now live in Deborah's closet. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've got to move on here, but this is really fascinating. We'll continue to have you are be you, a part of the conversation here. Are you done talking to me? Can you please say the end when you're done? Because it's very confusing. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this is the end of this portion. Right okay. Here. And then, but don't go anywhere. Do you, okay. I see you're getting up and you're about to leave. Don't leave. Yeah. Okay. Just stay right where you are. I am confused. Just stay right where you are. Here, let me give you a pen to, and then here's something to, okay. you can color on that piece of paper or something while thank, I'm. Thank you. Great. Well, folks, my second guest today has figured out a way to turn blood into money, literally. But before we get to that, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi there. My name is Hudley, or you can call me a friend. And I want to ask you three questions. Are you a man between the age of 20 and 63? Do you have a Lowe's Advantage card we could use? And are you are you free this coming weekend? Well, the Rattlesnake Brigade wants you. Do you Have you heard of the Rattlesnake Brigade? Well, it's not as bad as you think. Come hang out with a bunch of like-minded people who want to protect this good country of ours. You must not be f- afraid of snakes, because you're going to see them. Come on down between the hours of literally any time, because we're always building the wall. Must be good on your feet. Don't need to know cursive. Thank you so much. Just head to the border, walk along it, you'll find us. Rattlesnake Brigade, get with the crew. And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Hudley Frampton from the Rattlesnake Brigade, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. They are the founder and CEO of Fluid Pool, a unique startup that allows individuals with exorbitant healthcare costs to finance life-saving medical procedures. Fluid Pool is part crowdsourcing app, part lending organization, and with their service, thousands have taken control of their healthcare costs for a nominal fee. In their spare time, my guest hunts for buried treasure with a handheld metal detector. Please welcome PJ Miggs. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, PJ. Uh, Great to have you here. First off, I mean, wow. You basically said, is there a better way that people can source their healthcare, uh, you know, costs? 
and created that app. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did it all by myself, actually. Wow, that's great. Um, the way that you said that, I'm, I'm just now looking at you, noticing that you are significantly younger than I thought you were when I first saw your headshot. Um, that happens. A real whiz kid, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow, do you mind me asking how old you are? Well, I mean, that's, you know, it's pretty rude, but 14 and a half. Wow, 14 and a half. That, mm-hmm. well, thank you for divulging that. Uh, what I think is so interesting is you allow people to set up a page with all of their medical expenses and everything, their whole yeah. their whole crybaby story on mm-hmm. it. And then they set a goal and then they raise money by crowdsourcing with their family and friends. Right. Half of the money they end up getting is crowdfunded, but the other half is a high interest loan. Yeah. So, and you're taking a cut of every transaction as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've figured out a way to monetize this in a way that uh, maybe the, the GoFundMe's of the world haven't, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if like the GoFundMe was like, you know, a bit of a Sally Mae about it, then yes. Right. That's a good way of putting it. GoFundMe meets Sally Mae. Mm-hmm. And what do your parents think of that? Well, they're not like huge fans. They're like, you know, you should be doing your homework and yeah. whatever. But Are, do, do they have any clue how big this thing has gotten? I don't know. You don't know. I mean, I spent a lot of time in my room, so. Gotcha. So is it possible that you're one of those 14 and a half year old kids who they just think, well, they're up there playing video games and then you're meanwhile building a million dollar empire? Yeah, probably. 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 Yeah. I mean, I keep all the money, you know, in the cloud. It's all online. So like it's wow. on my own accounts and stuff. I've, but, you know, I mean, that's the thing, though, when you have like a. Um, a lot of times when child actors get really famous or whatever, their parents hold on to all that money for them until they're 18, but not so with you. You can keep all that yeah, in yeah, Bitcoin yeah. and the cloud and everything. Yeah, no, free Britney, 100%. Wow, free Britney. I don't know what that reference is, but um, so Fluid Pool, I have read some, you know, sort of takedown articles and stuff about the fact that you're, it's a predatory lending thing and yeah, takes those. advantage of people in their weakest moments and stuff. And it makes how, me sound so cool. Yeah, like how do you, how do you feel about about like the whole the whole internet trying to take you down well i mean it's like no different from any other day you know what i mean yeah and people are like your nose looks weird so, so this is like the same thing in your mind someone sort of bullying your physical appearance is the same as saying that this incredibly successful piece of tech that's preying on the less fortunate is one and the same thing yeah it's the same just cyber bullying yep Right. I guess that makes sense. I also know that, you know, one of the things they like to levy against you is the fact that most of your venture capital money came from Big Pharma. Any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, a favor is a favor. I asked for a favor and they gave it to me. So I'm returning the favor. And that's just being a friend. Wow. It's so refreshing to hear a kid who's got really got a handle on capitalism in a way that almost feels like uh, fun, um, like almost like playing a video game, right? Yeah. And like, like there are literally no game. stakes for you personally. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's any other kind of video game, social media, anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, if you have more friends, you're more likely to pay off your loan eventually. Right. So you just got to get more friends. I mean, there are Twitch streamers out there who are making millions of dollars just by asking for it, right? You just kind of have a lot of friends. Yeah. So like there's not really a problem. Sure. No. I mean, the biggest problem is that our healthcare system is broken and you found a solution to it. Yeah, I fixed it. You did? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I mean, that some would say that's an oversimplification, but... No, I I just fixed it. You Mm -hmm. did, yeah. And that's the problem with the adult mind. Oh, is that what it is? It takes the mind of a child to really see... Everything? Yeah, you're just overcomplicating it. And it actually is that simple, obviously, because I fixed it. Right. Here's how it goes. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to tell you this because we're friends. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's this is the fastest this has ever happened with a guest. Thank I you. I know. So I'm going to tell you this because we're Maybe friends. Maybe I should become 
friends with children more. Because I don't have a lot of luck with the, the adults in my life. Highly recommend it. You can do it very easily on the internet. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm going to go on the internet after this is all over and try to make friends with children. Yeah, especially if you have, you know, like anxiety or depression or something, you just start a fluid pool page. Oh, you can do it that way too. You can yeah. say, you can almost like say, oh, I have mental health problems and you can raise a bunch of friends. Yeah. And wow. the friends will, I mean, if they're not paying you, then they're not really friends. So this is part social network also. Uh, yeah. Wow. Anyway, you said you were going to tell me something because you were my friend. Oh, so let's say you get stabbed, right? Oh, he- heaven, Big heaven forbid. Ouch. Yeah. Big mood. Big mood. I, I was I briefly in prison. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh. And I came very close several times. This would have been good information. Continue. Um. So let's say you get stabbed. You're like, oh, no, the hospital's going to charge me like $8,000 mm. to get this knife out of me. Sure. And <laughs> we all know that's the most expensive part of a stab wound is yeah. getting the knife out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Especially if it's a tiny knife. Sure. And it's way deep in there. That's always the case with a prison shank, by the way. I don't know if you know that or not. Always small, always deep. Yeah. Yep. Well, they got to hide them. Anyways, so let's say you get stabbed. The hospital's like, you owe us like a lot of money. Mm. And you're like, I don't have that money. I just have a knife in my belly. Right. Um, that's all I have. Yeah. And so you come to Fluid Pool. Mm-hmm. You say, Fluid Pool, hospital wants this kind of money. I don't have this kind of money. I say, I'll pay those kind of money. You owe me the money now. And you're going to pay it back by becoming the popular girl boss that you were meant to be. Wow. Wow. This is flying over my head. So the fact that you as a 14 and a half year old kid, uh, this is so complicated to me, but I love the fact that the the shank is coming out of me and I'm making friends in the process. Yes. Yeah. And we're fixing healthcare in this country together. Yeah. And if you owe me like $14,000 when you owed the mm-hmm. hospital like $8,000, you should get more friends and hopefully pay that off faster because it's just going to keep getting bigger. Yeah. yeah. Until it's then so I'm your only friend. It's so inspiring because it feels, what? <laughs> My only friend? Well, if you can't pay it off, then I am your only friend. I'm going to be see. coming over all the time. Right. In in the way that, for instance, like a loan shark who might break your knees is your only friend. Yeah. Right? Is the friend you should most care about. Yeah. How, what they think of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. It's so inspiring to me because you are, you. yes, you may be taking some of these vulnerable families further into debt than they normally would be from all these medical expenses. Those people should pull themselves up by their bootstraps and do the same thing you did, right? Yeah, it's actually a bit of a motivational, you know, process. It's a bit of a... Everyone knows if you take poor people and you take their money away, their safety net away, they work hard. You gotta hit bottom. There's nowhere to go but up. Right. Um, Of course, you did start also start this business with a million dollar loan from your parents, right? Yeah, I told them it was for Fortnite. Wow. What are you thinking about all this, Hudley? Do you have any... uh, um, you don't have an email address, so this might be a little bit far afield for well, you. That's what I was going to say. Well, first and foremost, I drew you this picture of a rattlesnake, Dean. Oh I thought it would be nice if you put that up in the... There's surprisingly little detail in this for how long you spent it's drawing it. It's a snake. <laughs> they don't have detail. Right. No, it's a long... It's like when you make when you play with Play-Doh and you make one big long thing. You're like, it's Are a snake. Are you explaining what a snake looks like to me? N- I know. Never. Okay. I would never Sorry. mansplain what a snake looks like to a rattlesnake brigader. Um, but uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. I will hang it. My refrigerator is broken, uh, and it demagnetized. Then you better go catch it, it, right? Sure, yeah. I've heard that joke. To answer your question, though, <laughs> yes, I was, of course. yeah, I'd, I didn't understand most of what you were talking about, and I was wondering why a child was here this whole time. Yeah. Um, 
Were you wondering after after PJ started talking? Well, I didn't listen to a good chunk of it, but I heard yeah. you guys talking about making friends online, and I um, that is one thing the rattlesnakes are missing is is more friends, more people, if you will. Sure. And especially the meeting children online seemed interesting to me. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, you did catch that part. <laughs> yeah. No, I my ears my ears perked up there, and I was by that part I was done with the snake, so I was kind of bored. And yeah. Decided to tune back in, but. I was wondering, Pajama, if you could help me meet kids online, that'd be great. Um, um, yeah, you're more than welcome to set up a fluid pool account. Uh, okay, you'll need to explain what that is to me. But mainly, I just want to... The problem with today's youth is you got to yeah, get them young and teach them the ways of the rattlesnake brigade and the ways of build, how to build no, a Well, yeah, you're not going to fight them if you're not on Fluid Pool or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Tumblr or I've, Discord. I've never heard of any of the words you're saying to Or me. TikTok. You also must know, Hudley, that a lot of times when younger people online meet Guys like you who are in groups like yours, yeah. they become, for lack of a better word, radicalized. Is that what you're looking to do? Yeah, oh, that's exactly it what I would It sounds a lot like rattlesnake, actually. It does, and oh, that's radical, why I like rattlesnake-alized. it. Rattlesnake-alized. Rattlesnake, wow, that's... Mm-hmm. Can I have See, that? This can is, amazing. That? This is a branding genius at work right here. $6,000. You're good, you're good, you seem like a good kid, because a lot of kids these days are, are just snowflakes. And they, they don't, don't want to work. And they snowflakes don't, wanna... don't do well in the sun, which is where rattlesnakes are. What happens to a snowflake kid in the sun? They melt. <laughs> yep. That's what I thought. So true, King. So true. <laughs> wow. Phenomenal. And so, PJ, you also have a, a hobby. Um, you look for stuff with the handheld medical metal detector, huh? I mean, it's just a big magnet. But yeah. Yeah, it's a big magnet. And some people go along the beach and they're looking for coins and stuff. But you take this thing almost everywhere you go. Have you ever found yeah. anything really like neat in a neat location? Well, here's the thing. Um, it's, I'm, I'm actually not looking for something. I want the earth to be looking for me. Um, the metal things in the earth find me oh. and they pull me down to the earth. Okay. So like gravity? No, like metal in the earth, Dean. Right. But it's, I mean, it's like super grounding in general. Sure. I just like, you know, to feel like the earth still wants me there a little bit. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense to me, Dean. I don't know what Does you're it? stuck on. Yeah. You should definitely try. There's probably tons of metal looking for you. Yeah, and we're desert. always dropping screws and nails on the around the walls, so that would actually yeah. be really helpful. Yeah. Okay, but that's the practical use for this thing. Uh, well, uh, no, it, this just pulls me to the screws, right? Hudley, maybe what you're imagining is that by pulling this metal detector out, it would like, whoa, pull you straight over to where a screw is, and that's not quite how that... Are you trying to gaslight him right now? I don't even know what that means. But if he were to wave it over a screw, it would make noise, right? Is that it's is that fair to say? It would make noise. It makes a little um, it makes a little song. Phenomenal. Well, I mean, I, I this has been fascinating, you guys. So it does seem like there's a little bit of crossover here. It seems like PJ might be able to fi- find some some kids for you to r- rattlesnake guys. Yeah, Hudley and um, Hudley, do you think guys. you'll you'll get on some of these? Uh, online platforms and try and make uh, friends? Well, like I said, I don't have a computer, but if Pajama lets me use theirs, that'd be, yeah. that'd be perfect. Yeah, you can borrow my iPad. Thanks. You'll need to walk me through that, but... Right. And I think, I, I you know, I don't want to ins- insinuate myself into either one of your lives, but I feel like um, would love to come hang out with the Rattlesnakes sometime. Oh, we'd love to have you. Would love to, you know, make some friends, uh, make a Fluid Pool account and try and, you know, 
throw some money at that and see if I can make some friends that way too. Yeah, it's a really good idea. That's how I got my investors. Did you do that online or in person? Mostly over Zoom because, you know, it was, it was a pandemic. But I just said, it's a really, really good idea. And then I showed them my TikTok account and they were like, yeah, you're right. Right. So they, they said this 14 and a half year old on this Zoom is somebody will, I'm willing to give millions of dollars to? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was 12 at the time, but yeah. Wow. Amazing. What a genius. Hudley Frampton was played by Jared Hall. He is a stand-up comedian, improviser, actor. If you happen to be in Vermont, you should check out one of his two monthly shows. One is called Free Stuff at Lincoln's, and the other is Weird and Niche at Vermont Comedy Club. PJ Miggs was played by Lou Biafore. They are a writer and an overall humorous and intelligent person. I would tell you to go find their excellent writing, but they haven't told me the pen name they write under. I'm Nathan Hartswick playing Dean Ardenfell. Please follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram. Join our Facebook group, Fans of the Corporation. Subscribe, review, rate, all that nice stuff. The Corporation is a production of Unicow Media, the official tiny little podcast network of Vermont Comedy Club, located in beautiful Burlington, Vermont.